Are you ready for retirement? Do you feel comfortable about your years of retirement? Many women don't feel ready or have some questions that need to be answered. Welcome to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement with Maria Lucasen. We've got some amazing guests and terrific ideas to make sure you are preparing and enjoying retirement. Now, here's your host, Maria Lucasen. Yes, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies, wherever you are. Welcome to today's show of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. It's on the Empower Channel, Powerment Channel, sorry, of Voice America, the largest radio platform in the world of talk radio shows. Welcome to all my listeners. You are all over the world in the United States. That's where I am, but also in Canada, in Europe. I saw France. I see China. I have listeners in Australia. Uh, that's so exciting all over the world that you are listening to my podcast. And anywhere that you are listening to this show, I'm grateful that you are making time to find out for more for yourself about the topic of retirement. It's my greatest pleasure to present this series of podcasts and bring subjects that will help you in planning and preparing for your next chapter in life. My name is Maria Lucas, and I am excited. I am a retirement coach. I help women to find meaning, purpose in life, and make their retirement the best time of their life. So, as always, I want to start this podcast with an affirmation. And for those of you that don't know what affirmations are, here is my little description. An affirmation opens the door. It's the a beginning point on the path to change. In essence, you are saying to your subconscious mind, I am taking responsibility. I am aware that there is something I can do to change. When I talk about doing affirmations, I mean consciously, consciously choosing words that will either help eliminate something from your life or help create something new in your life. So affirmations are like seeds planted in soil, poor soil, poor growth, rich soil, abundant growth. The more you choose to think thoughts that make you feel good, the quicker the affirmations work. So my affirmation for today is really short. It says, life is either a daring adventure or nothing. And this is from Helen Keller. So it's up to you how you live your life. And it can be really exciting or not. It all depends on you. So. And that is something that we are going to talk about, how you can give your life more meaning for you. And my guest speaker today is uh, very well known for just helping clients to find this in their life, their new purpose when they transition into retirement. Let me welcome to the show Dr. Carrie Petzinger. Hello, Carrie. How are you? 
Hello, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me here. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Oh, I am, as you're here, I'm excited talking about retirement. It's uh, something that I am looking forward to by the end of the year, but it's, uh, I, I can't stop talking. When you hear me about retirement, uh, there is an endless flow of ideas and tips that I can again uh, give. And like I say, I'm looking forward to it. So before we go into any questions and, uh, and our conversation, I wanted to read the bio for Dr. Carrie Petzinger, so you have a little bit of her background. Um, Dr. Carrie Petzinger is a high-performance coach who helps people live on purpose. She is the creator of Mornings That Matter, the research-based 10-minute morning mindset routine to start each day feeling unstoppable. She has taught her Mornings That Matters routine to people from over 70 countries. Her 30 powerful questions to find your passion workbook has been used by people in 167 countries. Oh, that must be all the world, every country. Dr. Carey breaks down the science of peak performance into practical, simple action steps to empower people to activate their potential and thrive. Woo, that's what we want to talk about because that's something that I have noticed with talking uh, with women in my own coaching practice, in, my, in the groups that I have, the workshops. Also on Facebook, I see many women that are retiring and sometimes it's because they have somebody at home that they need to take care of, or sometimes um, they have their own medical reasons. But finding meaning in life once you leave your career is, I don't want to say hard, but for it, it can be um, uh, something that people have not thought of when they were thinking about retiring. So when you talk about retiring, uh, with, with people. Um, why is this an important topic to you? What, how did you come about looking at the transition into retirement? So I really like this topic. I, I like helping people make decisions about the next chapter in their life. And okay. so my desire to help people with this transition in life, it, it stemmed from a couple different things. So first of all, I come from a healthcare background. I worked for years as a physical therapist before transitioning into doing a lot of coaching. And I would meet all kinds of different people from different walks of life who were in retirement. And sometimes life looked different than they envisioned that it would when it came to retirement, or sometimes there were some health issues or different things going on. And I just started to learn about what made people seem to be happy and fulfilled and really engaged in life in retirement. So I've always enjoyed um, working with people who are in that stage of life. And then also when in my own, in my own life um, had looked at when I became a, a parent, looked at 
some career transition types of things and really deciding what I wanted to do in the next chapter of my life. And I, I see this theme with people in general where when it's either when it's when they have kids or when the kids leave the house and they're empty nesters or when they're entering retirement or once they've been retired for a little while and, you know, they're sitting and going, okay, what is, what do I really want this next stage of life to look like? I love helping people design their lives intentionally when they're at those, those points in life where there's like, man, I, I've got, it almost seems like a blank canvas. Like, what do I really want to do with this next chapter? Yes. And that can be a really big chapter where mm -hmm. uh, we just don't think about when we think about retiring. We often see it as a shorter time frame because that's how uh, the general generation before us looked at retiring and maybe and they had a less of a lifespan a shorter lifespan so I, I, I probably should say in proper english here than than what we can have right now and that's part mm -hmm. of thinking about retiring it's not looking at how short it's going to be it's looking at how long can it be because yeah. uh, uh, when I, th I think about it, and I, I think it's, it's only maybe five or 10 years, huh, then I'm telling kind of the universe, okay, I'm not expecting more as five or 10 more years to, to live. But if I say, no, I want to turn 100, that for me is another 35 years. That's yeah. quite a, a, a difference if I'm telling yeah. that. So looking at the time frame. Um, it's probably one of the things that I say, okay, uh, if you see that it's that long, what would you do when you looked yeah. at, uh, uh, at your career, you, you thought about 30 or 40 years and you wanted to do something that you really enjoyed. So why not do mm -hmm. the same thing when you retire? So um, how, when you talk with uh, women or, or men, I, I, I guess you do both. Um, yeah. What are some things that you see, um, some mistakes, some errors, how, how, when you talk to them, why they are not finding their meaning in their next chapter? Right. So that's a great question. So one thing that I see is the, when people feel or think that the best part of their life was behind them. Ah, and that's a really common one that I see. And, and the one thing, too, is, you know, it's, it's totally great to have wonderful memories and to be, to be able to look back at life with, um, you know, with, with great memories and, and thoughts like that. But if the feeling and, the, and that thought is, hey, you know what, <laughs> everything good already happened. The best of life is, is behind me those thoughts create how we feel. So if we're continually thinking the best is behind us, the best is behind us, the best is behind us, what's ahead of me is not going to be near as good as what's behind me. That's going to, that those thoughts are going to affect how we feel. And we're not going to be as happy about our future. We're not going to look forward with hope. We're not going to look forward with a great vision. And the thing is, it is possible to find a ton of meaning and connection and vibrancy engagement in retirement it's possible to have it be such an um, awesome stage in life but it has to start with those thoughts and and thinking and believing you know what 
I've got a great future ahead of me and there's a lot of wonderful things that I can do and be and enjoy um, in my life instead of thinking or believing that the best part of life is behind them. So that's the one, that's one of the mistakes that I see. Yeah. Um, Another one is living the life that they feel like others want them to live and not Ah. the life that they truly desire to live. Yeah. And that's a really big one that I see too. So there's a um, Bronnie Ware. she's a palliative care nurse, and she did a lot of um, studying of people who are at the way end of their life. So she actually studied people who were dying. And she found that the number one regret of people who are dying is, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life that others expected of me. Ah, wow. That's so powerful because that's powerful. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yes, (laughs) no, because that's one of the things that I used in my, uh, my coaching is trying to let them see people often have regrets at the end of the, their life, but you don't think about it while you are living. And sometimes mm-hmm. you just need to make um, 10 minutes time or half an hour or whatever it takes and really think of what would I feel if or think if I, this would be my last day? What would I regret that I have not done or what I've not seen or not been? Because um, people don't think about it. That's just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so it, that's a really big one. It is. And, and with that, you know, it's really important to give, give yourself the permission and the freedom to ask yourself, hey, what would I like my retirement to be focused on? What would I like to spend my time doing? How would I like to be engaged and vibrant and connected? And, and how would I like to spend my days and my life in retirement and design it intentionally around those things that matter to you and know that that is what is going to lead to a lot of fulfillment is when you say, hey, what really matters to me in this stage of life? How do I want to design my life intentionally? And even if you're setting up your retirement life different than people around you, it's important to have the courage to do that and to live that authentic, courageous, brave life where you're saying, this is what really matters to me. This is how I'm going to structure my, my life and my time and my days. So it's, it's really based on those things that are important to you. So that's a really big one that I see. And another mistake that I see people make is basing their vision of retirement around what they hope other people will do. So Ah. the main example I see of this one, the most common example that I see is people basing their retirement, like their vision of a great retirement is someday I'll be a grandparent and I'm picturing holiday celebrations with these grandkids and this and this and this. And maybe in reality, they don't end up having grandkids or maybe in reality, they have grandkids that live an ocean away. And maybe, maybe those, that vision of what they wanted for their life is different than what they have imagined. So it's important to, to create your vision based on what you can control and how you want to be in your life, how you want to feel and show up and spend your time and not base your entire vision off of a hope 
that someone else might do something that leads to something that can bring you happiness. Does that make sense? Totally, totally. And that is so true for many of us. And I include myself there. Um, Often you think about things that you want to do or experience. And like you just had this example with the grandchildren. Um, if you, when you would have asked me maybe 20 years ago, yes, I would have loved to have a life with grandchildren right now. And that would have still be my retirement. But now I know this is not going to happen. Um, I have lovely nephews and nieces who have little ones. So, and I see Mm -hmm. them once a year, but that is not something that I really can say, okay, yeah, this is going to be a big part of my retirement. And the same Mm -hmm. thing is sometimes we envision too that we can do certain things like um, go for walks uh, along the beach or something. And then you might be overweight or you might have knee problems or back problems or something. And then you are not able to walk that distance anymore where you, you wanted to go on a daily basis. And so there are sometimes other things in your life that might limit you in what you can do uh, and, and like that. Um, it's it's uh, important to look at what brings you joy and um, how you feel happy and excited. And you use the word uh, vibrant, I think, because that's mm-hmm. a really part of having energy and, and being alive. And uh, that's what we want to feel. Uh, no matter what age we are, really. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I think those three things that you just mentioned, especially also uh, giving yourself permission to dream is something, yeah. yes, and, 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 and say, okay, what do I really want? What can I do? What is something that I always wanted to do but didn't have the time for? to do. And that might, yeah. And that might be something that is not just, um, saying going to a yoga class, there might be something bigger because I think when we are looking for purpose, meaning in life, um, it might be good to do something that is, um, not just in your own small little world, but maybe something that gives you, um, a reason to get up and to be out there. Yes. 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 And you know what, when you were talking about um, the beach and those, and those, you know, those real life physical limitations that people can run into where it's like, Hey, I envisioned that I'd be going on walks on the beach and now I have this knee pain or, or something's happened and it, and it, it makes it difficult to do that. One of the things that, that I really like to do and recommend to people is that when you bump into an obstacle, ask yourself, how can I make this possible? So for example, if the obstacle is, you know what, I really wanted to go to the beach and go for a walk, my knee hurts, I can't go for a walk on the beach. If you ask yourself, how can I make it possible today that I could spend the day at the beach in a comfortable way for my knee and enjoy the day at the beach? Or you could say, How can I make it? I thought I was going to go for a walk on the beach. My knee hurts. How can I make it possible to get some movement in and, and, you know, move my body today 
but not a walk on the beach? Does it look like I'm going to, you know, swim in the pool or do, do something different? Um, or, you know, it's when you bump into those obstacles anytime in life, you know, whether it's retirement or any other stage, any obstacle we bump into, hmm, how can I make it possible to make this thing happen? Because then what happens instead of our mind then seeing the roadblocks and the barriers and the obstacles, if we say, how can I make this possible? Then your brain starts thinking creatively and starts working to solve the problems for you. And then you can find, figure out, okay, here's how I can manage to get to the beach and enjoy the beach today and, and do something that my knee isn't going to bother me. Or here's how I could get some physical activity today that would be comfortable for my knee. Your brain is going to start solving those problems and help you turn those, those obstacles instead of, instead of the obstacles turning into frustrating walls that you feel like, you know, they're so difficult and you can't move forward. Um, your brain can turn those obstacles into hurdles that you can navigate and, and solve the problems ahead of you. Yes, uh, that is a really great tip, really, for everybody that is listening, because often we give in to that feeling of, oh, I can't do this. My knee is hurting. So and then you stay home. And then by the end of the day, you think, oh, what did I do today? If you indeed, mm -hmm. your mind is very um, powerful in how you see things and how you experience things. So if, if it's something that is, looks like it's not going to happen, then how can you change it? Or how can you have a similar experience now to make it work? And another question what you then could ask after that is, huh, I have this, say, every day my knee is hurting. What can I do that my knee is less hurting? So yeah. if that is for I, I mentioned uh, being overweight, if that is one of the reasons why your knee is hurting, then you might want to look in. How can I solve that problem? Look at the root of what it is causing the discomfort or the obstacle and and see how you can solve that so that mm -hmm. in, 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 in a week, in a month's time, you won't have that thought of, hey, oh, my knee is hurting. I can't walk uh, that distance. But then you say, oh, now I feel good. I can uh, go for half an hour, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So, yes, I, uh, that is uh, one thing when, when we have, um, say, obstacles. You have this little mornings that matter. And uh, sometimes people get out of uh, uh, on the day and they have no idea what they're going to do. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's very common for women and men who are retired after the initial period of sleeping in and doing what they like to all of a sudden to realize, hey, what I'm doing with my life, I have nothing scheduled for today. Don't have to go to a doctor and uh, my yoga class is not until Friday, whatever. So what are a couple of things that you would suggest people do when, um, when they have that kind of feeling that they have no purpose in life? Yes. So one of the things, you know, I, I look at retirement as a time to redesign your life. Yeah. Right. So a yeah. lot of times, you know, when you're talking about, you know, waking up in the morning and feeling like, whoa, like, what am I even going to do? 
um, a lot of times in life, we follow, you know, a set path. And, and sometimes that looks like a certain career, or raising a family, or both. And then now in retirement, you have the opportunity to reprioritize and to really sit down and like redesign, yeah. what do you want your days to look like? And that freedom, for some people, it feels really exciting. And for some people, it feels really scary and overwhelming. And it's like, whoa, I'm going from having my life you know, my day is very structured, planned out for me. I know what I need to do when, you know, who I need to answer to, what, like all the things that need to happen to to keep life going. And then it looks like kind of a blank canvas in retirement with all this time. So there's a, there's a couple of things that can, that can help with that. And one of the things is to have a sense of, accomplishment or achievement every day and have a quick win. And I like to start out with this pretty early in the mornings, just so that it makes me feel I I do this in my own in my own days too, um, to start the day feeling a sense of accomplishment. And this works really well in retirement, but it's actually based off of a Mark Twain quote, okay, who said, who said, eat a live frog, first thing in the morning, and chances are nothing worse will happen to you the rest of the day. (laughs) Yeah, okay, I heard about that. Yes. So I actually recommend, I love doing that in my own life. And I recommend it for other people too, is have something that you do early in the day and it's your frog. And that frog can be something that maybe you'd like to procrastinate, but you know, you, you should probably get it done. Or it's something that it's a little bit out of your comfort zone, or it's something that you say, Hey, you know what? The, the best version of me what would that version of me want me to do this morning? And when you go do that thing, that eat that frog and do that task, it doesn't have to be something that takes, you know, a really long amount of time. Sometimes it's a little task that just takes a short amount of time, but it gives you a sense of accomplishment in it. And it helps you feel like you took a step on that day that the future you would be grateful that you took. Yeah. 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 So it can, it can start as simple as that is, is waking up in the morning and say, okay, what's the one thing that the best version of future me, the, the future me who is super, super happy and fulfilled in retirement, what would future me want me to do today? Um, and taking a step like that. But it also can, another way that you can start to is just is starting to give your days some structure. Um, and it doesn't have to look, you know, you, you can very much enjoy the, the freedom based schedule in retirement that you've worked really hard to get to the point where you can enjoy. Yeah. But it also does, it, it does give us um, some sense or it, it can decrease the overwhelm and give you some sense of um, joy, actually, to have have some routine and structure that you would you really do like right? To set your days up so that when you wake up and you're like, oh, it's Tuesday morning at nine, you know, it's, this is what I do Tuesday mornings at nine. And it gives you a sense of some structure. um, And that can be a very fulfilling thing. Yes. I I totally uh, agree with that because um, if you look at your week ahead and you only have one thing scheduled there, huh, that is daunting just to see that nothing is happening. But if you start looking and and look for something on a daily basis, which can be from having a coffee with a neighbor or a friend or just going for a walk with either one of them, 
Um, you can plan uh, a day for your grocery shoppings and so that you can go out of the house and, and see other people and, and get some fresh air. So if you plan your day, your week a little bit like that, you could plan something for mm-hmm. every day and have something that's happening every day and not everything on just the one day and the rest of the week is, is quiet or yes. uh, calm. I mean, it's nice, but um, that's what I usually try to um, t- tell to my clients. Hey, there's, I'm sure there's something you can do uh, every day that is, is different and that can get you hopefully out of the house because that's the, the most important thing. Really. Yes. Yes. I really like that. And when you're talking about, you know, looking ahead at your week, there's a few different questions that, that can be super good to ask ourselves in order to set up our week to feel really purpose-driven and fulfilled. And I love when you're talking about getting out of the house. And I also enjoy when people ask themselves, how can I grow this week? Yeah. How can I give, how can I give this week and who can I connect with this week? Oh, super, super. Yeah, they are awesome questions to ask. Oh, my God. Yeah, I like that. Um, They uh, accomplish kind of all the things that I say when Mm -hmm. I say I want them to structure and get out. But yeah, Yeah. it's really important. Three things of what making us fulfilled. What meaning? Yes. Yes, those grow, give and connect. Awesome. Tell us Mm -hmm. a little bit more about that. Okay, so as far as how can I grow this week, I I feel like when we say how can I grow, and that can be learning a new skill, reading a book, listening to a podcast, but just growing in, and that can help us stay um, engaged and hungry and just excited about life and not feel not feel stagnant, right? Yeah. Um, The how can I give and I, I look at that as keeping um, having a focus on contributing and helping you know that you have so much more amazingness to give and to contribute to society in retirement, just because your career years are done, doesn't mean you don't have a ton to give and engage oh, with. So, yeah. Right. So contributing, I mean, makes, makes people just feel super good and alive. So how can, how can I give of your time, of your talents, of a being a listening ear to someone of, you know, any way, there's so many ways we can give and contribute. And then as far as who can I connect with this week, that can just help um, maintain or build, you know, grow great relationships and feel lit up and really connected and not get stuck in, you know, feeling isolated. And, and so that connection can be, it's such a great part of life. And it can be um, something that people really, really miss when they transition into retirement, especially if they come from a, a work, if, especially if they're, if they're you know, very social or from a, a work environment where they're around a ton of people all the time. And you have those, you know, bunches of daily interactions with all kinds of people. And then you transition into retirement and you, you don't have that. It's important to be very intentional and mindful about how are you going to stay connected? How are you going to build relationships um so that that you know you have that social wellness that's so great for people Ex- yes and I, I i have seen this happening uh with friends as well as with clients who left their job and who had a really active 
um, company where they went for lunch together. Um, all of a sudden, those friends or co-workers are still at work. But mm -hmm. this lunchtime thing is gone. And so how do you going to replace that? How do you find new connections outside of work is, is really important. And um, I have a friend, when I talked to her, she said, hey, Maria, uh, I need to find new friends. She was retired about a year and a half. And that's what she told me, told me and said, hey, I, but I don't know how to do this. How can I find new friends? So um, I think when you retire, especially if you um, are in, in a city, often there are many organizations, especially for people that are retiring, who have tons of activities and um, workshops and things happening where you can find other people who are in a similar situation as you are and where you might be able to hey, learn something new or maybe use some of your skills to help other people mm -hmm. that have an issue. So I have an, another friend and she wanted to be more fit, more active when she retired. Listen, so she became a Zumba instructor because she went to, awesome. a, to a Zumba class, loved it, and then saw the need for working with older people and said, okay, and maybe a different kind of Zumba as the one for the 30 and 40 years old, but we still can call it Zumba. Mm-hmm. So and like that, if you if you do that, if you go out and you're open and curious, you find your little groove in what excites you. Yes, yes, exactly. And that's awesome that she that she did that, right? And it's like when you when you give yourself the 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 permission and freedom to say, "Huh, I'm gonna like this kind of interests me," or "Oh, this turns my head, this piques my interest," and go and give you give yourself the the, the freedom to go try it out and test new things and experiment. And um, yeah, a lot of times you can find some new, new thing that you're really passionate about that really lights you up that that is unexpected and it can take you down some, some awesome paths. So I think that's fantastic. That's awesome. What a great story. Yeah. I, I loved it when, uh, when she told me about that. So when you um, would say, okay, what is one thing uh, our listeners can do on, say, on a, on a, once on a daily basis to, um, to, to, to feel more fulfilled? What would be your best tip? If that My is? best tip with that is to be very intentional about your time. Okay. So it's, it's so easy to, I was reading, I can't remember where this study came from, but I was reading a study the other day that it said that the average person now spends nine years of their life scrolling social media. Wow. Um, yes. So, and when you look at a, a lot of ways that our time gets sucked up, it can be very much activities that I call them empty activities where it's activities that if we're honest with the person in the mirror, they don't align with our true priorities. They're not things we necessarily that, that add value or meaning 
to our life, but they kind of really suck our time. Yeah. And so what the one of the things we can do to help ourselves feel more fulfilled is when we wake up in the morning, say, okay, what do I want this day to look like? How do I want to spend my time today? What do I want to be focused on today? And be really intentional. And it's not, you know, I'm not saying that watching TV is bad. Sometimes, it, you know, do, doing those things, I love being connected to people on social media and, and, and to yeah. be able to, you know, be able to have, be able to give yourself the, um, yeah, give yourself the time to say, hey, I'm going to watch my favorite show today. That's being able to approach that with intention and saying, I'm going to sit down today for an hour and watch this because it's my absolute favorite show. It makes me laugh and I can relax here. That's a different thing than going through the day and being like, oh, I don't know where the day went because it got sucked up by these things that I really, that, that really, they really don't matter to me, but they, they stole my time. So when we approach life intentionally with how we spend our time, we're going to feel so much better. We're going to feel so much more fulfilled. And we're, we're making deliberate decisions of saying, this is what I want to be doing with my time today, because this matters to me. This is going to light me up. This helps me feel more, more purpose driven. Um, and, you know, and, and these things, when I do these on my calendar, it brings me more you know, joy, meaning, connectedness, and, and being super intentional about what you let, what you let come into your life on your calendar. Yes, yes. Thank you for pointing that out. Because I think many, if they hear me talk, or maybe anybody who talks about purpose and uh, having a fulfilled life in retirement thing, oh, I have to be doing something every minute of the day. I have to have these big ideas and... Um, but that's not the case. You can, right. as long as you're intentional, and yes. I love that word of intention, um, with your time, it's okay to just sit around and watch the butterflies in your garden. If that yep. is what you love to do, that's, yes. uh, that's very calming and relaxing. There's nothing wrong with having a quiet moment and sip a coffee or, or whatever it is. And the same with the TV, uh, television show. Uh, if it's your favorite one, I have a few that um, I make time for. It's in my weekly schedule uh, yeah. that on that particular evening, I will be watching a show. So, yes, it, it, as long as it's not all day long, mindless uh activity then i think that's um it's 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 very much okay to watch television yeah. or do something so i see time is flying by here today again how can our listeners get in touch with you and i wanted to ask you uh is there anything that you would be able to share with them where they could say okay um get a, um, a, f a kind of a gift where yes. you could help them with like, um, yeah. So what would that be? Yes. So as far as reaching me, my main website is www.carriepetsinger.com. Okay. And I can be reached through there too. So there, there is, I have a 30 powerful questions to find your passion workbook. Um, if you have any, if anyone is listening and has any questions, 
um, for me on anything, they can reach and message me through my website there. Yeah. But then I also have, I do have the mornings that matter is a research-based 10 minute morning mindset routine to start the day feeling unstoppable. It helps people to start their day with a strong sense of purpose and to be intentional with their time. And I would love to share that with, with them too. So I can, I can give you the link for that. And if anyone wants to um, go through that mornings that matter training, it can help them start their days with a strong sense of purpose. Awesome. Awesome. I like that when you, you mentioned it in our conversation before the podcast, I was thinking that is the perfect thing for many uh, women to get to. So they get, can make their own morning routine. And this is an email series, isn't it? For four or five days. Yes. Yes. I will put this link in, um, in the description of the show. So everybody who would like to get this um, mornings that matters uh, yeah. program, then they can just uh, click on that link and opt in from there. Whew. Yes, oh, I think that would be an awesome start for giving uh, our listeners an idea on how to uh, become more purpose uh, in their in their current life. So thank you, Carrie, for making time today to talk with me and to share your uh, excitement about transitioning into a new time and to make life more purposeful with our uh, listeners today. I enjoyed our conversation. I, I got great golden nuggets here written down. I have been making notes <laughs> about things <laughs> that we talked about. So for myself, so I am sure our listeners will do the same. Thank you so much for being Thank here. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yes. So this is the end of our show. I am wrapping this up. I have a short 90-day program. It's a group program that I still have a few seats available for anybody that wants to join us. It's a bi-weekly call on Tuesday evening. So if you are interested, you can send me an email at maria, maria hq.com. So the email is maria at maria hq.com. And then I get in touch with you and uh, we can talk about the program if that is something that you would like to do. So I thank you very much for listening to the Women Seeking Blissful Retirement podcast. If you enjoyed it, please support us by giving it a five-star rating on iTunes or Spotify. And if you like to get more information, you can uh, sign up at www.marialucasenhq.com. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back in about four weeks' time on the last Wednesday of the month with another podcast with an awesome guest. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. 
Your host, Maria Lukasen, will return with another show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll help you enjoy better retirement.